What's going on, everybody? And welcome, 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 welcome back to another episode, another edition, another installment of the Opinionated Brother Podcast with your boy Devontae. And this is episode 164. Ha, I got it right. Y'all can't come for me. You feel what I'm saying? Turn up. Um, first of all, good evening, good morning, and good afternoon to everybody that listens to me. Uh, whether you're here in the United States or across the water um, in any other country um, globally, we appreciate you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to tune in to the Opinion of Brother podcast. Um, be sure to follow us on all streaming platforms. We are available everywhere. Uh, please follow us on Instagram at T-O-B double underscore P-O-D-C-A-S-T. That's T-O-B double underscore podcast. And make sure that you're joining our Patreon. Our Patreon is we are live right now. They are getting the whole human experience. I'm looking crazy. My hair needs to be redone. You understand what I'm saying? I got my keep your distance sweater on. Because COVID is still out here. You feel me? This is not no game. You know, um, shout out to Kevin on stage too. Not to say he sold the, the hoodie, but he has Keep Your Distance comedy. So I just wanted to give him a shout out on that. Yeah. So, but um, yeah, I hope everybody's doing great. Uh, like I said, join our Patreon and follow us on Instagram. Follow us on um, any streaming platforms uh, that you listen to podcasts. And yeah, um. What what what's renewed this week? What's been happening? I've, I've been feeling really really good uh, this past week. You know, little hiccups here and there. You know what I'm saying? You know, I, one of the things that I have to work on uh, personally is literally like I gotta stop beating myself the fuck up, man. Like I'm such a I'm such a perfectionist and 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 and, and, I, and the crazy thing is I told my girlfriend this too, right? We we. We had a conversation, you know, just about our relationship and, you know, and, and just how we see perfection and everything. And I was just like, bro, I, like I told her, you know, like we don't got to be perfect. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like you, you're, you're perfect enough for me. You understand what I'm saying? You're perfect, you know, just for me. Like you, 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 you're good, you know, but using that same knowledge from myself, right. I had to really just like hone in and be like, bro. You want things at such a certain level of perfection nowadays, right? And it's not even like minimal. Like I'm, I'm, I be stressing myself out because I can't get things or do things business wise for real. It's a, it's a, it's a real business thing. I can't do business business, you know, the way I wanted to and it has to be perfect. Like I'm over here making sure like my logo is good on the video that I'm about to post. You know, I'm trying to make sure, especially now that I'm, you know, getting more into, you know, video content and and making more video content, side by side content and everything like that. Like I'm 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 so particular on like edges and you know, placement, you know, control and shit like that. Like my, my, I think my anxiety has risen because of that. And I think that's where a lot of my anxiety is coming from. Like, honestly, um, is because now that I see myself being able to do what I knew I could have done so long ago, right. In, in, in the sense of 
doing, you know, I, I wanted people to edit my own videos or, you know, uh, put music in my videos. And I thought I couldn't do that. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I'm like, I didn't even give myself a chance or a try to do that. And I talk so much. Look at the hypocrisy and the contradiction. God damn. <laughs> I, talk, I, I, I talked so much about it that it was like I got lost in my own fucking sauce. So it was just like, yo, it was a wake up call. I remember saying this on, on one of the podcasts a couple weeks ago. So literally this week has just been a lot of um, getting quarter two together too. You know, um, quarter one, I really just got into fiscal years this year for real. I'm not even gonna lie. Uh, never really lived by the quarter one, quarter two, quarter three, quarter four um, format. Now that I'm really deep into um, my business, um, you know, now creating the or building up the the the, the, the pillars um, on my foundation now. Um, it's, it's, it's really about now honing in, zoning in on my business and everything. So really getting quarter one for me was all about major growth and pushing past the expectations that I had set on myself. You understand what I'm saying? And so quarter two for me is now continuing to do that, but now using the, the tools and the knowledge and the learning that, that I, and, 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 you know, all the learning that I gained through quarter one and to amplify that in quarter two. Um, I'm I'm excited to be, you know, social media managing on other social media accounts and businesses that aren't mine. You understand what I'm saying? That I really, really have a real creative grasp on because I'm a simple creative. You understand what I'm saying? Like I'm I'm very simplistic when it comes to my video content, how I do things, but and that's only because my personality in itself is animated like a motherfucker. Like, I don't need much. Like, all you need to give me is a camera, some light, and tell me I'm on. And that's it. I'm good. Like, it's straight. Like, I don't I don't need nothing else. So I don't need, like, the, the stars here and the background here and all of that. No, you're going to get all the animated shit through my voice, my hand gestures. You understand what I'm saying? So, you know, learning more of that, learning how to simplify, because I'm a simple dude. And so it's like, I, I, I love how I'm compromising with myself. You understand what I'm saying? Compromising with myself in a sense where, okay, you know, you don't like videos. Like we've said before, you know, you don't like videos, but your peoples want, you know, to see you more. You know what I'm saying? You have to be out here more. That's, that's. That's just the lane. You understand what I'm saying? When we talk about big podcasts, like a lot of podcasters that I look up to, or whether local um, or major, are doing, even if they don't like videos, they're doing clips, snippets. You understand what I'm saying? So I'm like, I got I gotta give them something. Yeah, you know, so so it's 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 beautiful to see the fruits of that labor because honestly, there was one point where I was like, I don't I don't this shit is irritating. Like, I don't want to keep doing this shit. Like, this this is this is irritating my life. And it's really not. I'm just being overdramatic. But I'm just like, yo, what the fuck? I don't, don't want to do this shit, right? I'm not the video dude. I love to be audio. I love to be in the background. I don't want the camera on me. You know, like, the camera can be on me. Like, it's not to say I don't like the camera on me. But it's just like, yo, ah, you know. But it's been rewarding, actually. You know what I'm saying? More, more engagement, more... 
um, more followers, when we're talking about real-time followers, like real-time followers, more engagement, real-time engagement, it's a beautiful thing to see like, okay, you know what? You're putting in a little bit more work, so you're going to get a little bit more. And nobody's rushing, right? God isn't rushing me. Nobody's rushing me. And so the fact that I can do what I want to do, need to do, and even continue to learn through that process now is amazing to me. So, you know, I'm, um, this week, is, like I said, this week was like, you know, the last week for real, um, in quarter and quarter one. So it was just like, you know, getting quarter two together, refreshing myself, re-energizing myself. Um, you know, cause it can get draining a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Everything that you're doing. Um, and as I said before, a lot of people don't understand, like if you have not moved from a city to another city by yourself, on your own, not to say with no support, but practically with just like on your own, you don't know how that's like. You don't know how it's like if somebody's mental, right? So I, I, I am proud of me for coming through so much in, in, in six months plus. You understand what I'm saying? Seven months plus and doing what the fuck I've been doing, right? Two podcasts that are internationally charted, internationally charted, my nigga. Okay, when you speak of the TAC network, you speak of internationally charted podcasts on the TAC network, bro. You put some respect on that goddamn. That is something I'm proud of. Fuck you talking. What? We're talking my podcast, this, the opinionated brother, and then we're talking the R&B and Chill podcast, which is my baby podcast on the TAC network. Like, what are you talking? Two podcasts. In which, out of all three, right, two of which have charted in seven countries combined? Oh, man. Get out of here. You know what I'm saying? Get out of here. Yeah. I'm out here rocking. Like, and I think that was a that was a big motivational booster for me. Like, oh, keep it fucking going. Not to say fuck these niggas in the U.S., but fuck these niggas in the U.S. <laughs> in a sense. Right, they ain't got to listen to you, even though I know people listen to me in the U.S. That's just fact. But I'm like, it's okay, right? It's it's fine because niggas are listening to you everywhere, my dog, and it's beautiful. Um, been practicing a lot with ads. If you if you heard, um, it's not for my Patreon listeners, but for my audio listeners, if you heard um, in the beginning. You know, we're we're uh, a bus proud. Both our this uh, both the TOB podcast, this podcast, and the RB and Chill podcast um, are both affiliate marketing partners for Bus Proud. So, you know, getting a lot into ads, um, getting back into ad, you know, promo and everything like that. You know, getting better at ad promo. Like it took me at least I want to say seven or eight takes before I got that first good one, right? For the opinion, brother, when you hear it in the beginning. And then, like, I have a mid-roll take, you know, that y'all are going to hear. Um, and then having another pre-roll for the R&B and Chill podcast and then making a post-roll for it. You understand what I'm saying? Getting my mind just into the the ad world, right? Because, as I said before, this, this, this will make me money. This will be it, right? Now, this might not be the end-all, be-all, but I will make Good money off of this. I'm not even joking. And um, whoever's hating and shit like that, just go check out my sponsors. You feel what I'm saying? Uh, but other than that, I've had a great week. In a sense, I really haven't kept my ear to the streets. 
But, you know, I've kept my eye on the streets, right? And ever since last week, I needed a break. You know what I'm saying? Derek Jackson's of the world. The Chris is from Meredith. Love, love at first sight of the worlds And social medias, I just needed a break. I was just like, let me, let me, let me. You know, because y'all, y'all was wilding. And the crazy thing is, y'all, y'all didn't stop wilding. You know, social media is always wild. Right? And I think the shit that some people do for clout on social media is wild as fuck. But, you know, that's, that's... That's neither here or there, but we have we have a show for you today. It's not going to be a long one, of course, but it's going to be a good one because we have to talk. We have to talk. We have to discuss some things. So we're going to discuss Lil Nas X. Of course, we got to talk about that. We got to talk about the JPP boys. If y'all don't know who I'm talking about, we talk about the Joe Budden podcast. We got to talk about Beyonce. We're going to talk about the Brooklyn Nets acquiring, at this point, a championship like I mean, you acquired the damn Lombardi. you you acquired you. Were, I was about to call it a Lombardi trophy, but you acquired the damn trophy already. <laughs> you feel me? You acquired the motherfucking championship, and I and I have a lot to say on that. You know, I have a lot to say on that too. Uh, White boy summer is is obviously coming, so we're definitely going to discuss that. Uh, Sharon Osbourne is gone. She has um, officially left the talk. We'll talk about that a little bit. Uh, we'll talk about our MVP and our clown of the week. And of course, in the second half of the show, we're going to talk about um, standards for our penises, man. There have to be some type of standard that you set for your for your penis. You know, being 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 raised by black women for real. Uh, and, and, and having a lot of homegirls who are black women, um, and having a girlfriend who is a black woman, uh, it is essential that the whole common thing when I've talked about this, right, to, to, to my, to my peoples, when I've talked about this to them, the most common thing is that they have standards for their vagina. Now, these are women that I know who who's who don't play that bullshit, right? They honest with your boy because I keep it a beam with them, right? We've had those honest conversations. Oh, we've we've gone through the whole phases and all of that shit. However, it's a certain there's standards, right? They have a they have a certain type of dude that can only get. You understand what I'm saying? It's only a certain type of nigga that can only get the, the shits. Right, and he has to be this way, this way. So we're gonna talk about that, man, because I don't feel like we do. I don't feel like we do. I don't feel like we. I feel like we just stick our dick in anything, and then we just bounce, right? And nowadays, there's so much raw dog. Listen, we gonna get into it in the second half of the show. So let's get into our MVP and our clowns of the week. So, our, our, our I want to start off with our MVP of the week first because the clown of the week this week, um, really just. It blew me. So let's let's start off with our MVP of the week. Our MVP of the week this week is Miss Tabitha Brown. Hello there, Miss Tabitha Brown. Hello there. Listen, Miss um, Tabitha Brown. I I I I think I just followed Miss Tabitha Brown. What last year, twenty twenty, maybe twenty nineteen, late twenty nineteen, early twenty twenty. You know, and it hasn't been long, but I don't know. Here is the thing about social media, which I love. Right. I feel like there is a space in social media where you can actually see the genuinity in people. Right. 
you can actually be real with them. It's 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 maybe out of the whole social media pie, that's maybe only 20% including myself. Right? I'm not about to sit here and be no. That's why you don't see me having so many followers on the gram. Right? Because I like real-time engagement. I like real-time followers. Fuck all of the uh 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 spam pages that be coming to my DMs that be following me and all that. No, fuck all that. I don't want I want real-time shit. Right. And so I remember following Tabitha Brown. I think it was a video. And I just remember her saying, hello there. And I was just like, what? I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. But she just grabbed me in and she was just talking about maybe just a situation that you've been in, that you were, you know, that you, or you're feeling down or anything. it was some type of motivational speaking for that minute or two. That really just got into me. And then her saying, like, now, listen, you may be feeling a little down, but don't be carrying that energy into other people's day, okay? You don't do that. You don't, you don't, you don't mess up nobody else's day because your day is messed up. And I said, well, oh, my God. Not to say I do that, but it was just like it was a, also a reality check, too, right? And so from that moment, I've been following Ms. Tabitha Brown. And, right, and once I follow you heavy, Oh, I follow you. I fo- if you're married, I follow them. If they have a, I follow your kid. I follow you because it's just not, for me when I follow somebody for real, for real, especially like a well-known celebrity who I really fuck with, right? Who I really like. Oh, I'm gonna follow you. I'm going to invest real time into you, right? The Kevin stages of the world, the um, to hear more is the angel. The That Chick Angels, The Breakfast Club even, right? With the Joe, uh, Joe Bunn, but even even local podcasts. Like, if I am, even even some of my friends and associates who are just on social media, if I invest that time, I'm following you. So if anything happens to you, some, it's going to come across my TL like, oh shit, and I'm going to feel some type of way. Whether it's good or bad, right? Ugly or not, you know? And so... Miss Tabitha Brown is vegan. She 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 has her Instagram shows that she does. Um, she does she she makes plant based meals, you know, on Instagram, teaching us how to be um, more healthier and everything. And it's just her energy, right? You know, the internet and social media can be so divisive, in which we're going to get into the clown of the week. Uh, it can be so just. A lot and, and it's a headache but when you have people like Tabitha Brown who just bring a ray of sunshine it's amazing and that sunshine and that ray of sunshine was acknowledged and awarded at the NAACP Awards on Sunday uh, because her along with Kev on stage um, Desi Banks um, and I believe a few others I can't remember off the top of my head right now but uh, shout out to all the nominees that were uh, nominated but she won and in my head, I really had a feeling like Desi Banks was going to win, right? Because Desi Banks has a great following. And that's taking nothing away from any of the nominees because they all have amazing followings. And when we say amazing and true followings, they really have cult people following them for good reason. You understand what I'm saying? That they built over time. Like, I've seen Desi. Like, I've seen Desi 
over time build his shit. You understand what I'm saying? I've seen Kev on stage over time, like whoo, 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 climb, climb, climb. So the fact that Tab came in, and not to say she ain't been climbing, because I know she's been whoo, 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 climbing. She's been doing this for 20 years. And for her, like, it was like boom, boom. And the fact that you know, she's in a place in L.A. where it could just be so jovial and so fake, where she has people like Kev on stage around her and, and, and Miss Kev on stage, Melissa, his wife, around her just and all of those amazing people around her just to give her that love and her family. Right. Shout out to Chance Brown being being the great black man that you were holding your queen down. You feel what I'm saying? Black man. Just just, just man. It's Tab, man. It's Tab. It's Tab. It's Miss Tabitha. So shout out to Miss Tabitha Brown. I wish you nothing but more success and love. Shout out to you, Queen. Um uh, <laughs> Now we gotta get into these clowns, right? Okay. I'm gonna be I'ma try to be as gentle as possible with this story. Oh Jesus. Okay. So Two girls, a 13 and a 15-year-old, in Washington, D.C., tried to steal a car from a Uber, DoorDash, I don't know, type of driver, but he he was um, one of those uh, drivers. The video that was, that is, still, um, on Twitter, uh, shows that one of the girls is in the passenger seat. The other girl is in the driver's seat while Muhammad Anwar, who is the driver um, of the, the said owner of car, uh, the, the actual owner of the car, sorry, um, is trying to pull the girls out of there. Um, and what happens next really kind of blew me uh, because at that point, as he's like on the side of the in kind of inside outside the car like the car door is open so he's inside trying to get the girls out the passing uh, out the driver's seat she hits she hits like floors and she speeds and all you hear is the car say ah <laughs> And so the cameraman who's who's videotaping this is getting, you know, running down the street. And by God, there are U.S. soldiers there, you know, thank thank the Lord. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Because obviously the cameraman wasn't going to do shit. Um, and, yeah, that was major shade to your stupid white ass. Uh, the cameraman, you know, runs up the street. And the girls, which are black, by the way, which 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 really just <laughs> set it off for me, um, got out the car, and the car is now on its side, right, like fucked up on its side. And so the car, the the girls get out the car, and um, one of the girls sits here and say, and I mean, this car is fucked up. The car is totaled. The car is done. I mean, they done. Like, fucked it up. Anwar, 
And I want to first say rest in peace to him because he passed that day. Um, and I believe that was yesterday. Uh, we're recording Monday, 531, since 5 o'clock. It, it, was, it was yesterday, I believe. Anwar is sitting, or no, I'm sorry, not even sitting, sorry, laying on the ground. No movement, no anything. This man is, he's folded like a pretzel in my mouth. And, and the way I seen it, he was folded. Like, you couldn't tell me this man was living. And the way, who, whatever, if it was a 1350, I don't care. The way they sped off in that in, in that car, it was just like, wow, you had no human decency. And then what got me is then you sit there, and I'm laughing because I'm pissed about this shit, right? You sit there, and then you sit, one of the girls sits there and says, oh, I left my phone in the car. I think that triggers something in me. I, and, and in that, I wanted to call this girl all types of names that wasn't the child of God, but I had to re- I had to remember that I'm an adult and she's a child. And that's why I said I have to be kind of sensitive with this in a sense because there is so much shit that I want to say, right? There's so much shit that I want to say and I don't, I don't, I don't know how to say it without coming off as an asshole because y'all know how I am. Y'all know how I gets down. And y'all know I don't take no I don't I don't take no prisoners when it comes to my clowns of the week. At all. Y'all know this. I take no prisoners. No fucking prisoners. What the f- two kids. They were paid three thousand dollars to steal this car. Now, of course, on the black market, when we're stealing cars, stealing cars, two, three thousand to some kids who can just steal some cars. And nowadays, you don't even need a gun to steal a car. You can just get up in there. No problem. So those cars are stolen, whoop, taken overseas, sold for even more money, about thirty, forty thousand dollars, right? Boom, boom, boom. And we're doing that over again, right? That's that's the market that we're in right now. And because of that. We have somebody dead on camera, right? Like past on camera. Now I have a lot of, I have, I, I have a lot, I have a lot to say about this. One, um, I necessarily and I agree with a lot of people who were talking about this story. I I don't necessarily know what their punishment should be, but they have should they. These girls need punishment, and I and 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 I hope that. Kids their age and younger and even a little older understand that this is not the route to go, my dogs. Chilling, this is not the way to go. Because any and everybody is recording you. Right? Not even mad at the white man. Because I knew he wasn't going to do anything. He's a stupid little fuck because he didn't do anything. But the expectation... Of a white man sitting there trying to trying to do something, you you you're not gonna do anything, so I have no expectations of you. Period. 
But we're talking two children who, and a lot of people sitting there saying, oh, they shouldn't get life in prison. They shouldn't get life. Okay, you're right. They shouldn't get life in prison. I'm not, I'm not deeming that. But if I hear any type of protest about all oh, these girls were good, I don't want to hear it. I'm sorry. It's too much shit going on within our own fucking community that we over here doing this type of shit. I just say, they just, the real uh, DLU, we just posted a fucking video of a, of, a, of a father and son having a whole shootout in the fucking yard. Black. I'm like, we got too much shit. I, I, and, I, and for me, I don't give a fuck if you like each other. Right? But there has to be some type and level of respect. There's a lot of people that I don't fuck with and I don't like that have a lot of respect. That have my respect and vice versa. And that's why we can go into rooms and be cordial. It's not always about liking somebody. Hell, I'm not here for your fucking clicks and your double taps. And then y'all are putting these kids in these predicaments because you bitch ass niggas don't want to go to jail. Let's really get down to the nitty gritty. You bitch ass niggas don't really want to go to fuck to jail. You putting these kids in harm's way. Oh, yo, 13, 15. My mama would never. Would, would never, bro. And don't tell me, oh, well, it's the conditions that we stop, stop. Because some excuses work, but some don't. And that one ain't gonna fly here. No excuses are gonna fly here for me. I'm sorry. No excuses are going to fly here, especially after baby girl sat here and said, and I quote, yo, I think I left my phone. Oh, my God, I left my phone in the car. When there is a man laying down on the ground, dead at your fucking feet, and you want to fucking talk about the gun, yo, if I if I was the parent, oh, it, it would I, I I probably wouldn't. I don't. I don't know what to do. What do you do as a parent in that situation? Do you let them go to jail? Do you say, you know, I'm gonna just let the, the the fans do whatever to you? Because there's some parents that'll do that shit. But do you ride for your children even though they sat here and committed a <laughs> stupid ass? You know, there's a there's. Common sense. I'm not going to say right from wrong, but common sense. And this just lets me know that the raising of children is declining. And I, I will say this to this day, and I know my mama, will, she, she wants some grandkids. But at the same time, I'm okay if I don't. Because the way y'all raising y'all children, the way y'all have raised y'all children... And, and and I don't care how y'all can scrutinize my ass. Well, don't talk about people and how they raise their kids. What you mean? When your kids is out here acting like fucking like this, what the fuck you think we gonna say? Oh, God bless them. Please forgive them. Oh, forgiveness always. But that's not that's that's not a, a forget type of shit. 
These girls kill somebody. Off of stealing a fucking car. And I don't want to hear give them sympathy. I don't want to hear give them. No. As I said last week on last week's uh, show on Tuesday and Monday. On Monday and Tuesday, I'm sorry. Literally accept your consequences. Accept the shit that comes with the shit that you do. Oh, get a lawyer. Get Yo. Come on, B. It's shit like this that makes my mind like, yo, we, we, like, I, 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 I don't know how to defend this. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to defend this. I don't know how to defend this. I don't even know what to say to this. It, it, it made my, it made me cringe for a minute, and I just got out the video because it was like, and. It really made me cringe. It really just, it was just a a situation where it's tricky. It sucks. Um, It sucks to see to that degree because that's trauma, right? That's trauma. Anybody seeing right that right now, like who who is diagnosed with chronic anxiety, chronic depression, that will trigger somebody. That would trigger somebody right the fuck now. And I'm not saying that y'all have to take it down, but it's like, yo, come on now, right? And I know I had to watch it. I just had to watch it just to see so I could explain to y'all what the fuck. Because what the hell I saw was just ridiculousness in all its forms. <sighs> that 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 really, really tore me a new one. Nah, that was sick. Um, but... Let's get into some get get into some more of this shit. Sharon Osbourne has gone off the talk after her comments of um and 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 backing of Pierce Morgan. Uh, we talked about this a couple weeks ago and um, gave her clown of the week, I believe. And, and um, uh, she is now off the talk. Um, I we a lot of us saw this coming. A lot of us saw her getting off of, um, you know, seeing her getting off of us, uh, you know. The, the, the show and leaving and um, it was just a matter of time it, it it really was it was just a matter of time before everything really just went to shits for her and uh, you know I don't know that I guess wish you the best pray for you you know praying for you church prayer leave it there uh, white boy summer now Chet Hanks I believe Tom Hanks son um, he is this white, uh, perpetrating black dude, and um, and and when I say perpetrate, he is a white boy, skin skin to skin from head to toe, but loves to perpetuate like the black and Afrocentric and Jamaican cultures. He, I don't know what the hell he he finds amazing and amusing in it, but he loves to do it, right? Okay, no problem. And so, uh, boy is talking about that this summer is going to be a white boy summer. Um, and he said, and, and listen, he said, not the Trump, you know, you know, type of white boy summer, but he talking about the Jack Harlow, you know, John B type of white boy summer. I'm like, hmm, interesting. And then I looked in the comments a lot, and, and, and of course, why does... <laughs> Black woman was down there, but I want, you know, okay, turn up, hey, well, you kind of can't want to have a hand. I'm like, wow. 
Interesting. I always have a thing when it comes to... Here's the thing. I, I love interracial relationships. And then I have a always... A, it's a tug and pull with it, right? I love good relationships when they're healthy, right? Especially, you know. Um, whether that be black, white, you know, green, Asian persuasion, whatever that is. Um, I just love to see healthy, good relationships. Now, when it comes down to interracial relationships, I'll, like I said, I always, it's always a tug and pull. It's always a tug of war because being in Grand Rapids, um, interracial relationships were mostly, in my view, and how they were portrayed and how it was given to me on a plate, um, through various interracial relationships that I've witnessed in Grand Rapids, it was more like a I got him for status type of thing, right? You got the nice black girl with a nice booty, nice titty. She's 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 looking good. She has a great job, and she passes over black men because she wants the white guy. All right, cool, but. You continuously say, right, and this is this is a lot of black women, right? You continuously say, well, there's no black men. Black men don't like me. Black, but when some black men like you, oh, I don't. Uh, he's not my. Well, what the fuck do you want? Secretly, I believe, just like black men, black men love white women. Have a secret fetish with them. White, black women like them some white men, and they will never say it though. <laughs> right, and I think low key this is the this is the t- this is the summer to expose those women. I'm just saying, right? It ain't all black women, right? And and listen, you can dibble and dabble all you want to. Just just be real about that shit, right? Do what you want to do. You do you, boo boo. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you do you. But like, I'm I'm j- I'm just saying, uh. I hope white boy summer is canceled before it even starts. That's all I'm saying. I, yep, yep, I'm being a hater. You can already hear me. Hear the hate in my voice. I don't care. Uh, uh, Boosie, badass. Let's talk about him. Lord have mercy. Uh, I think we talk about Boosie maybe every other couple months with something. Because Boosie always got something going on, right? So Boosie is now in the media again. He's in the, he's in, he's in the headlines. Uh, because he slapped somebody in the stove for a music video at first at first like somebody just you know you think boozy just slapping somebody in the stove just slapping like and and that's what it looked like it was just like boy was like you not no rapper are you gonna tell me you a rapper or something slapped his ass whoa boozy wait a minute fam fam hold up you you can't just be slapping people all willy-nilly in the damn liquor store, Boosie. What? Hold up, bro. Boosie then comes out. Uh, well, before that, that that video was posted on social media, of course, on Facebook, and Instagram. And as we know, there is a personal fight between Boosie and Mark Zuckerberg. I really think they're friends, right? I, I and if they're not friends, they need to be friends. You understand what I'm saying? Like, they need to stop all this hate between each other. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, Boosie, right, uh, posted the video, I believe. Somebody posted the video. 
or he posted a video on his Instagram. And as we all know, every time Moosey does something over the top, his Instagram gets what? Deleted! Gets removed from Instagram. And, and again, Moosey got deleted. And so we're just like, Moosey, what the fuck did you do now, bro? And I didn't even understand the story until I actually read it. I'm like, oh, my God. And Boosie came out with a comment. He was like, so I was giving, I'm, well, he came out asking for somebody to come and be in a video, him and uh, the baby's video uh, for their new single. And he was going to give, and here, here's the amount, right? $554 to somebody who, they, who he can slap. $554. I don't know why that specific amount, but my my big brother, if I ask him for like two bucks, you know what I'm saying, just off the fly, like he'll send me two, two thirty something. And I'm like, why are you sending me this? Like, I'll be like, what? I'm and I'm not mad. I just be like, why this specific amount? You know? And he'd be like, I don't know. And he'd be like, <laughs> And I'm like, 550, like, that's so specific, you know. But, you know, Boosie, stop. Call Mark and y'all have a conversation or something, right? Y'all don't have to have a conversation or something. Y'all just, yeah. Y'all know each other at this point. I know y'all do. I know Boosie got some type of connect that can get him to Mark. Mark got a connect that can get him to Boosie. Get on the phone and hash this shit out because you know Boosie need Instagram in order to feed his family. He said that shit, man. Stop bullshitting with that, man. Um, let's talk about the Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> now, basketball, basketball hasn't really been on my radar lately, you know. Not for real. Uh, it's weird. You know, without the fans being there, it's kind of weird. Now. But, I have been, I've still been watching a little bit. You know, I still keep it up here and there. And the most, and we we've been having a lot of news lately. Uh, Brooklyn is Brooklyn trying to buy the ship at this point, right? Are they trying to buy the championship, the NBA championship at this point? Because not only do you have Kyrie, KD, and James, which was already a super team in itself, you then go and acquire Blake Griffin and Lamarcus Aldridge, right? And now I'm looking like, well, damn. Like, shit. And don't, if anybody is still sleeping on LaMarcus or Blake, please stop. Please stop. Right. Like, these are two dudes who were looked at by the Detroit Pistons franchise and the Spurs franchise as one, if not their top player on the team. You understand what I'm saying? So these are still top-notch guys. May not have the knees or the hops or the, the bounce like they used to back in the day, but they can still get it done. So this is this is a super, super team in my mind. And I only have one expectation for them at this point. At this point. Because you, as Brooklyn, have stacked the deck. So now I, as a consumer of the Brooklyn Nets, now look for you to win the fucking shit. I don't, I don't look for anything. Kyrie, James, KD, LaMarcus, Blake, and you have a fucking dope-ass bench, too, I look for you to win. I look for... And a lot of people were saying, like, oh, they, they built this team 
not only to kind of buy a shit, but to beat LeBron. Well, depending on how LeBron's health is this year, because he sprained his ankle or fucked up his ankle, depending on how he's playing, we don't know if the Lakers are going to make it. Right? Because the West is stacked. I think the West, the West been ain't been this stacked since probably like the, the early 2000s, late 2000s, bro. I mean, stacked. Like, this bitch is lit. Denver out here balling, Utah out here balling, Portland balling, LA, uh, LAC balling. Like, all the fucking teams is balling. Like, shit. I'm like, golly. You know, the even in the East, the Knicks are balling. Oh, New York is going up, bro. New York, New York is going up. They over 500. You know, we talked about this last time. Over 500. You know New Yorkers are going crazy. We, I, I can't go crazy. The Pistons, the Pistons haven't been over five hundred. But we had Andre Drummond, right? We had Andre Drummond for a long time. Uh, Andre Drummond, Andre Drummond, when we was with, when he was there, pretty much got us to the playoffs every year that he was there. And so when he went to Cleveland, it was like a knife kind of cut through my heart. I was like, oh no. And so. You know, I wanted him to go to a better team because I felt like, you know, his 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 stat line being 18 and 14, you know, over his career, I'm like, bro, he 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 needs a shit. You know what I'm saying? He's one of the most prolific rebounders of our game, period. You understand what I'm saying? Puts up double doubles with no with no sweat. Like can get a 10 and 10 in 10 minutes. Like this man can get 10-10 in 10 minutes, no problem. And so now that he's with the Lakers, it's it's such a like a oh okay good shit because you traded Dwight. I will never understand why they traded Dwight and uh, Javale. I will never get that. And then got uh, Marcus All. Marcus, as much as I love Marcus All and how he can pull up from the three point, he can never be Dwight and Javale in the post. And that's what got y'all some of that shit for real. Is because that post game, because nobody in the NBA right now is playing big for real, except for like Denver and um, who else? Uh, Philly, even Philly. Shit, jo- Joel Embiid kind of plays through the three and per- plays perimeter, even though he can get in big. But it's like, bro. Other than that, a lot of teams are playing small ball, bro. Small ball with a power forward at the five, right? And that can be equipped to the, to the Golden State era days back in 2015 where they were playing small ball, still kind of play small ball now. But I see a lot of niggas trying to get into that big boy game and see a lot of big boys are now like, let me spread the floor. Like, I can body you in the post and then let me pull up from 12 feet. You know what I'm saying? Let me let me pull up. Like, swish. But back to Brooklyn, uh, I'm going to leave it here. If Brooklyn does not win a ship, I'm clowning every single Brooklyn Nets on the team. And I don't give a damn. I don't care. Play with your mammy. Don't play with me, as Kirkwin Claiborne would say. Uh, Kerwin, sorry. Claiborne would say, don't uh, don't play with me. Play with your mammy. Uh, because y'all have stacked the deck to the point where I feel like y'all have bought the ship already. Um and in, and and it looks like honestly, and I oh I hate to say it like this, and I'm probably gonna get killed for this too, because I got killed for saying I got killed for uh, saying throw away 
crab legs because I don't eat I don't eat most seafood and crab legs is disgusting. Throw them away. Uh, but back to the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, I feel like when you're getting all of this B plus A list talent, for real, for real, that tells me in a first year coach as Steve Nash that you're not coaching well. And I'm not saying like coaching well in a sense where you primarily don't have the fundamentals to coach, but I don't know if you can, I don't know, man. It doesn't – putting so many stars on the team just seems to me like competition is not even the thing anymore. We're just trying to win. We're just trying to win the ship. I don't care who team I'm on, right? I've been in this league for 12 years. Like nobody like nobody essentially wants to go down the Charles Barkley path, but a lot of y'all are going to be Charles Barkleys, you know? And that's okay. Like everybody – we a lot of people play and 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 condemn Charles, but let's keep it a fucking being. Charles was one of the most dominant forces in the game during his time. You understand what I'm saying? Yes, Jordan was the apex dominant, but of course this nigga got to the NBA Finals to face Jordan. Right? He faced Jordan. Yeah, he lost, but he got there. Some of you niggas who talk down on uh, on Charles don't even get there. Oh, y'all got the numbers, but y'all could never get there. So shut the fuck up. Why y'all sitting here want to, let's go with the Super Team. Let's go with the Super I want to win. I want to win a ship. I just want to win a ship. I just want to win a ship. But y'all not even playing like y'all want to win a ship, bro. Y'all just want to win. Y'all just want to think shit is easy. You understand what I'm saying? That's, bro, come on now. Y'all know better than that. So I agree with Stephen A. Smith in saying, like, competition is dead. It's gone. Like, I love to see Porzingis and Joker going at it. Like, that shit is hype. Right? I want to see uh, 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 Kawhi and LeBron go at it. Hell yeah, I don't, I don't want to see, like, KD, Kyrie, and, and, and James. All right, that was good enough. That's enough. Like, I would love to see KD versus James. Because that's better. But, you know, if it is what it is, it is what it is, right? But, damn, who y'all going to get next? Feel like y'all trying to buy the whole motherfucking NBA. Just saying, Brooklyn. As I said before, if y'all don't come up with a ship, I'm talking shit. Uh, Miss Yonsei, Miss Beyonce knows was robbed earlier this weekend of $1,000 worth of goods. We talking purses, products, um, um, clothes, all of that stuff out of her storage unit. Um, and it, it <laughs> I, I have to like think about like who somebody put a tip out, you know, because in that status, you kind of be, you got to kind of be like, you know, real, you know, real simplistic about your shit. Right. And who like you kind of got to have a 24 seven person there because you Beyonce at your storage unit. Anybody can steal your shit. You know what I'm saying? Like anybody can run up in your shit and steal. Like I'm, I'm just saying it's, it's uh, that's tricky. Right. Because wouldn't you I would I would think like you would have somebody at your storage unit because you know how storage units get. They don't in the contract unless unless they unless you're Beyonce, unless they have like a. 
a NDA non-disclosure where they sit here and say, okay, we're uh, because you are Beyonce, we will protect your stuff and we will reimburse you maybe half or 75% of what you've lost. You know what I'm saying? In the storage unit, if ever it, you know, uh, gets stolen. So maybe she has it to wear like that, but most storage units are like, nigga, you just paying to store your shit here, nigga. I don't get, we, we don't get, we don't care. We don't be here. <laughs> we, you, you here to store and leave. If somebody comes in here and steal your shit, that, well, shame on it. That's how, because <laughs> that's how it be. That's literally how it be. But, you know, hopefully she gets some of her stuff back. You know, hopefully she gets reimbursed. But I'm, I don't think she will. Uh, but yeah, man, hopefully, you know, glad she all right, glad, glad the family's okay and everything like that. Uh, now one story that has been really, really circulating, um, has been the JBP boys, uh, the Joe Bun podcast, um, didn't even know it went on like a week hiatus at first and, uh, is now, um, kind of going through a little turmoil podcast turmoil um and i'm not gonna lie as joe said on the podcast i kind of like podcast turmoil right i kind of i kind of like it i'm not gonna lie it gives me something to talk about um and it's one of my favorite podcasts to listen to right i've listened to the joe bun podcast frankly since i started podcasting in 2017 so you know um i've been a jpb boy you know in 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 training (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Now, now I can say I'm a full-fledged member of the JPB, you know, fan fan club and shit like that. And it's just like, you know, to see ripples between these three, um, it's not uncommon. I think in this situation uh, or, or what Joe has given us, what I've seen over the years that they've been uh, a podcast couple, a thruple in a sense, um, I think, you know, when you when you're continuing to grow in a business where it's very just it's very just, you know, it's like the Internet It's very like just open. Right. Um, And you're one of the original. Right. And in a sense where you're you have created lanes of actual business income engagement for not only podcasts like myself but even some of the bigger names who may have a bigger name than them in the business using their some of their tactics on that on on their shit taking some of the joe bun podcasts and ripping it off you know what i'm saying so when you are somewhat of a cultural influence and we have seen it we can we can go through the youtube numbers and all of that shit They've done it. You know what I'm saying? We can go through SoundCloud numbers. And I have to actually apologize. They are still on SoundCloud, which I didn't know. I thought they were. I thought they left SoundCloud. But they are still on SoundCloud. Um, and still the number one podcast on SoundCloud now being back, right? And so uh, it's, it is, it sucks to see, you know, I think to this level because Joe is now a network He's the he's the head of the network. It is not to say his network, but it is his network. Um, his name is on the podcast, even though his name 
you know, even though he says, you know, it's it's my it's me and my boys. Yeah, that's that's facts, right? You split that pie three ways, and then you or you split that pie evenly between each man, right? You understand what I'm saying? Uh, but at the end of the day, um, it's also a confusing business when we talk about podcasting. Uh, a lot of places, you know, go by numbers. A lot of places go by your engagement. A lot of places go by your followers. It's very different to put a price on audio content, right? Talking. Like, how do you put a price on talking? You understand what I'm saying? Um, it's been done, but to the effect of podcasting and keeping content, right? Um, I think why I'm so lucky uh, is because... When it comes to, I own all of this, right? Can take everything. I can take all my episodes from all three of my podcasts and literally save them on a drive. And I'm, I'm still good. I still have all my podcasts, you know, shows and episodes from episode one to now. You know, the only episode one I don't have is the opinion brother was sucked. I got, I got to try to find that shit. Um, but it's like, yo, you know what I'm saying? It, it is it is also something to to notice and to note, you know, um, that in a sense, let me see, hold on. Minute, guys. Ta-ta. That in a sense, like Joe Budden and them have been doing this for so long, right? They've showed us the industry. Been transparent with us from day one about the industry, about how this shit go down, you know. And that's why one of the primary reasons I listen to them is because they they drop a lot of jewels, they drop a lot of knowledge. It wouldn't be, I wouldn't know half the knowledge I would have known back then if it wasn't for the JPB podcast, like the JPB. You know what I'm saying? For all of them, period. And Maul and Rory don't want to do podcasting. They're not, they're not like potters like me and Joe, right? We like this shit. You understand? We love this shit. We like to get up on the mic. That's not them. So, somebody asked me the question, do I see the JPB boys vaping up? No and yes at the same time. Um, Depending on how... You know, maybe funds go, how things go, how situations play out. How you talk to people is is, is a great thing, too. Uh, Joe is not a great communicator. We've seen that just through the podcast. Uh, and he's admitted, right? But I think also it, it comes down to just being open and transparent, being apologetic, being able to really say, hey, I fucked up, I'm wrong, my bad. Um, and really not mixing that business with that friendship, right? Park said something great on the show. He was like, I don't bring no business to you, Joe, because I don't want to fuck up our friendship. I just want to handle that business. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I can do that. Like, I don't want to. And that's one of the things for, for me and my friends. I'm, I'm lucky enough and, and, and grateful enough to have friends that I can do business with in which we don't enter. Like, like when I did business with my friends that advertising some of their, um, and promoting some of their con- um, their their brands and businesses, it was no bullshit, right? They let me do what I wanted to do. You understand what I'm saying? And I did what I and, and did what I felt necessary and needed to do for their brand, right? Um, and and helping them um, 
get their brand out to 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 more people and more audiences um, um, around the world and local, right? And so when we, you know, when we talk about the Joe Button podcast, it is a rev- it's been a revolutionary podcast from since the day it got on the air. And so um, it, it, I would be sick if it did leave. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't hold you. I would be sick if the JPB boys did break up. But I would understand, you know, because things take um, people going different directions. You may find new opportunities through this. You understand what I'm saying? Like new, new, new capital, new revenue, new something everywhere, right? Or you may not want to leave necessarily, but the schedule has to be different. You understand what I'm saying? Some some things got to change, right? Things got to things got to be tweaked around. And Joe, you are the head now. You are the CEO. And you have to kind of move as such. It's not to say like, you know, disrespect your friends and who are you to say this? But it's like, yo, sit your friends down because these are these are the people that rocked with you and got you into this shit. And they the ones that, you know, if if they left, it wouldn't be the same. The numbers would be down. Just saying. Uh, let's talk about Lil Nas X. Lil Nas X is out here again. Um <laughs> With his new Old Town Road, he, he had a video, I don't, Montrary or something like that. Um, um, he, uh, and I guess this video was uh, uh, to shine a light on the LGBTQ community. I don't know. I don't know. Don't ask me. Shit! Uh, all I know is that Lil Nas X um, has a shoe out with a drop of human blood. Uh, that was a collaboration with a... I want to say maybe third-party shoe company or shoe dealer, um, 666 shoe, devil shoe. I don't know if they had the Jesus shoe, but they had the devil shoe this time. Um, and a lot of people are just in outraged over Little Nas X and him humping the devil and him being in, uh, 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 what is that? What is it? Uh, thigh-high boots and shit like that. First of all, I think we saw all this coming um, when he wore that hot pink to the VMAs. We knew that. When he said he was gay, he was gay. Now, the thing about it is, bro, Old Town Road, if you listen to it, right, again, it is it is one of those songs where it, it, it you got to listen to the lyrics, Right? And a lot of us got irritated with the song, but not really listened to the lyrics. I knew what the hell it was saying. I'm the way I looked at Old Town Road. And I'm not even gonna hold it. The way I looked at Old Town Road was the same way I looked at Lil John and the East Side Boys and the Mean Gang Twins when they first came out. You understand what I'm saying? Not in the sense of uh, of, of, of um, you know uh, you know personal status or whatever, but the music that was hit, Old Town Road had the same, if not, maybe even a little better effect. Ah, no, 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 I wouldn't even say better. Well, no, better effect as the Yin Yang and the uh, Yin Yang Twins and Lil John and them and the Eastside Boys, when they was like, oh, ski, 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 ski. How many of us, and that's my error, how many of us was in the club, like, we had the white teachers saying, skeet, skeet, skeet. There were white, there were teachers, white, black, Arab, Italian. It, 
It did not matter. The principal of my school was saying, skeet, skeet, skeet. Okay? And at the time, being that I'm from the South, I knew what skeet was. <laughs> you have the VMAs. You got every award show rocking. You got the radios on flood mode talking about skeet, 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 skeet. And nobody knows what the fuck you talking about except for niggas down south or niggas who grew up in the south and know what the fuck skeeting is. Or if you've grown enough, knowing what skeeting is. And they even said it in the video on Hip Hop Evolution like, yo, once the white girls and, and, and all the white people started saying ski, ski, ski and didn't know what the fuck they were saying, we knew it was going to take off. So you look at Old Town Road, it's literally the exact same formula. It's the exact same formula. He's talking about riding somebody's dick. Am I, am I not correct? I got the horses in the back. Right? <laughs> oh, man, it's mighty black. And got the bootstraps right to match. Like, come on, bro. You got to hint at this nigga. Right? And so now we get this new song. And everybody's up and down his throat again. Like, oh, my God. You know, our kids listen to you and yada, 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 and blah, blah, blah. And you didn't put a disclaimer and all of that good stuff. Like, oh, my God, I wouldn't listen to this. Oh, he worships the devil and all of that good stuff. (sighs) (sighs) To us older folks. Okay, listen to me. This is not our era anymore. You understand what I'm saying? This is not. Now, I didn't watch the video. I just seen little pictures on social media and little clips of it on social media because I don't worship the devil. That's just what that is, period. Uh, But the imagery that he used to grab y'all attention, to grab our attention, um, and for y'all to react so... I guess in my mind so stupidly because what did y'all think this man was going to do? He he's a troller, right? He's a certified like if there was if there was an app for certified trollers, him and Lil Duval would probably be at the top of the certified troll list. Period. So I don't know like why everybody's so upset. Oh Ty, well would you let your kids listen to that shit? Your kids shouldn't be listening to to that anyway. Right? Your kids shouldn't be listening to that anyway. But they probably go listen to it because why are they sneaky as hell? How I know? Because I used to be sneaky as hell. Hello? I'm watching BET After Dark when my mama go to sleep. What is you saying? So it's not to say, yeah, your kids don't need to be listening to that. But at the same time, a lot of us who have kids... We, I think we forget. We forget of how sneaky we were. Remember how sneaky you were trying to trying to watch some porn and shit like that, huh? We didn't have smartphones back in the day, so we had to actually watch it on HBO Showtime and all of that shit. Uh, girls going wild, all that shit. Yes, yes. So I need people to stop acting so fucking brand new. I think that's what gets me, is that some of y'all to all of y'all just act so fucking brand new all of a fucking sudden. 
Oh, what about the children? Nigga, they going to watch it regardless of what you or I say. Why? Because y'all have already given the tools to watch it, dumbasses. Sorry, but I'm just saying. You've given them the tools to watch it already in the form of this. Hello? We didn't grow up with this, y'all. We introduced this into the world. And then our kids, our nephews, our nieces who were born, they grew up with this shit. They grew up with, I remember going to my guy sister's school and literally seeing her with a tablet in hand. Nobody's doing no work on a tablet in hand. So what, I'm trying to understand like what, where's, why is everybody mad? I don't know. It's not my business. All right, y'all. We, we'll, we'll take a five-minute break. We'll play this ad real quick, and then we'll be back. This is the PNA Brother Podcast with your boy, Devontae, and we'll be back in five. What's good, everybody? This is your boy, Devontae, the Opinionator Brother here. And listen, make sure you go check out my other podcast, the R&B and Chill Podcast, right now. You can check it out on all streaming platforms right now. You can also check it out on our Patreon that you can subscribe exclusively subscribe to and become a part of the THC family. This podcast is literally just what it says, R&B and chill. We talk, debate, um, and discuss all things R&B, old school, new school, and all things in between. So listen, every Monday, check it out three times a month, every Monday. Go check it out. We appreciate you so much. Love. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Opinionated Brother Podcast with your boy, Devontae. Episode 164, we are in the second half of the show, the Opinionated Topic of the Week. And in this episode, in this topic, on this segment, on today, no, I'm just playing, uh, we are talking um, standards for the male genital. Like, okay, so... There was a story, I believe, on The Breakfast Club. Uh, I don't know what it... Ah, damn. Something about, like, Charlamagne was talking about somebody. Um, about, like, men having standards, right? And um, something about, like, men should have standards because... Piping down too many women can lead to, like, some serious consequences. And when he said that shit, I was like, that's fucking facts. And I don't think a lot of my male counterparts have heard this. They probably have, but they don't give a damn because they probably don't have standards for their own penises. And then when you say that to a man, then he gets offended. So then that affects the fragile male ego. I I can't deal with what some of y'all do sometimes. Um, But honestly, it's real, right? Because... As a man, seeing so many men complain about some of the consequences and circumstances that they have put themselves into, it's really like it's really like a, a side, a side, like a neck turn. Like, what are you, what you mad at? You did this to yourself, right? Because you didn't, you didn't value your own penis, right? And I think because we we've grown up to just be like, oh, we need sex to survive, we need you know vagina to survive. No, you don't. No, no, you don't. To me, sex is overrated now. And here's why. First of all, I'm scared to literally sit here and be a hoe. 
facts. I'm thankful, very, very thankful, that my whole phase was during a time where motherfuckers was pretty clean. Now, I'm not saying all motherfuckers, but motherfuckers was pretty motherfucking clean. You understand what I'm saying? Like, during our college days, we had some nasty motherfuckers, but most of them niggas was clean. Right? We 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 knew how to hoe. Right? Like, you, you knew what it was. And I can say that during those whole times, I may have, um, I may have raw dog maybe maybe a couple times, right? Just after we did it with a condom, right? To trust it, right? Because I already know it's good. And these are with trusted women, right? I'm a hoe that need trust. When I'm single, I'm a hoe that need trust. Like, let's be clear. Like there's different whole whole levels to whole facing. For me, when I was when I was going through mine, I was a whole that needed trust. I need to trust you, right? You can have your face, but I needed to trust you that you were clean. You know that your pussy wasn't out here just banging up all the walls. And you could, and honestly, to me, you could tell whose vagina was banging up all the walls. And I'm talking. With no rubber. You understand what I'm saying? No rubber. And so, for me, um, like I said, I, I was one of those high-class motherfuckers. Like, I didn't, I didn't fuck everything that, that kept moving. Like, of course, this woman looks fine. Damn, she got a fat ass. Damn, she fine as hell. Damn, she got some big-ass titties. Damn, I'm drunk as fuck. I want to have sex with you. I want to take you in the bathroom, let you suck my... All of that. Nah, bro. Because it got to a point where niggas started to get a little bit more diseases, right? A little bit too more often. Niggas was getting pregnant a little bit too much. Let's call it like we see it. Niggas was getting pregnant a little bit too fucking much. And I mean, it, it turned into something that I was like, I was scared, Right? And so I went into a moment of just like, okay, let me get myself together. Let me let me get out this phase. Let me get out this world because this is not what I want to be in, right? And there was a moment where I had celibacy for at least a year and then another time for like eight months. Like, it, no, no, because I'm like, I'm first of all, I want to get me together. And then second of all, I have to learn how to put value on my shit. Now, it's not to say like I've been fucking out here, you know, all willy-nilly. I got like a 300 body count 3000 body count I think my body count is around what 40 50 like I'm I'm pretty dependent kind of you know I'm pretty low right on the average man on the average scale I'm pretty low right and so I in in that term I pick and choose who I who I want to sit here and give my dick to right because I'm not about to sit here and give my dick to everything that's walking moving and coughing with a fucking vagina that ain't happening you understand what I'm saying one a lot of these women don't keep their vaginas clean, bruh. I've been in a situation example, right? I'm working at Cedar Point. This is after my freshman year in college, okay? After my freshman year in college, me and my boy go down to Cedar Point. Shout out to Pat. Me and my boy Pat go down to Cedar Point. We work down there for the whole summer. These two girls come on to us. 
right? He got one, I got one. Cool bet, Beans. He had one, he had they crib, me and old girl, we go back to our crib, right? And we knew what was going down. We like, all right, bad, 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 things about to, you know, it's about to yin yang twins up in this thing. We about to, we about to get busy. Mind you, I'm a little, little drunk off of Four Loco and all that shit. Oh, Jesus, Four Loco's back. Ugh. It's nasty. Ugh. Uh, <laughs> um, but, you know, we off the Four Loco and all that shit, but she opens her pants. And immediately, immediately, my room, our room. Now, mind you, we are in Cedar Point. If you ever worked at Cedar Point, you know the living conditions are terrible. So we are in this small ass. First of all, New York got it better than Cedar Point. Let me let me say that first of all. But Cedar Point is like, if you cut off, if you can see my living room right now, combined with my kitchen, if you cut off where my room is, cut my room out, push that back. Push all the living room, my my uh, best friend bedroom, everything back, and just keep this portion of the living room. That was our room. Three bunk beds, well, four, two, two bunk beds, four beds, two on top, two on the bottom, or one on top. You know what I'm saying? And I was on the bottom, and she opened her pants, and all of a sudden, my house. My apartment immediately smelled like fish. Immediately. And at the time, I'm gonna keep it a bean. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I'm like, what the hell is that? I'm thinking it's my trash because I look at my trash and my trash is kind of overfilled, right? When you take the trash out, so I'm like, maybe it's the trash or some shit like that. And so we getting, we you know, we getting, we getting hefty and shit. Like we, we you know, we kissing majorly. You know, I'm, we we getting down, whatever. And, you know, I would slide the condom on, put it in, and the smell was getting heavier every time I just went to kiss her. I'm like, what the, is it your breath? Like, like, yo, I'm like, is it your breath? Like, what the fuck is going down? And so every time I insert, right, come out, come in, it was only like maybe four times. By the third time, I said, wait a minute. That's you? Oh, I may have inserted one more time. And I was like, yeah, I came. Knowing I didn't, I ain't do shit because my dick got soft that quick. As soon as I realized it was her, softness, no no cap. And I was like, yeah, I came all right. She's like, damn, you came all right? I like, I, like you can make, make me look like I, I can't do shit. Okay, I'm good. Make me look like I can't do shit. Make me, you can tell everybody like, oh, this nigga quickie. Like, cool, 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 beans, 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 Boy, she left my apartment. My apartment smelled like a seabed full of salmon. Like, I mean, straight fit. Like, you go to the fish market. It's like that. I'm like, oh, my God, what the fuck? Then she ups and says, after we're done, she's like, oh, yeah, I was two weeks pregnant. So I'm like, wow. That's crazy. Have a healthy baby. You know? <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. But it's just saying like, yo, you got to have some type of standards. Because because let's keep it a being a lot of niggas would have stayed right there. 
just for the pussy. Like, let's keep it a bean. I left, or I, I let her, I, I had to kick her out. But most of y'all would have stayed. And that's just keeping it being like, don't, don't, and please don't be the one saying, yeah, man, I, I don't, I ain't going to be the one. That, yes, you are. Yes, you are. I've seen a lot of y'all niggas fuck with women who, oh, goodness gracious. Me, I wouldn't. But I see you, but then y'all the same niggas to be sitting out here just flossing. Like, and it don't have to be like gangsters or nothing, like thugs, like, nah, it's something just you niggas. Now to sit here and talk down on black women, but I'm looking at the women that y'all are getting, and I'm like, this is this this is aha. I get I get it. I see why you have so many babies. I see why you stay at the clinic. I'm sorry. Is that harsh? Cool. Because obviously we need to have some type of standards for our dicks. Because last week we talked about accepting consequences. You inserting your shit raw to every girl that you meet or every vagina that comes your way is another explosion to bacteria, my nigga. Do you clean your dick, first of all? That's that's the first question that I have. Is do you clean your penis, my nigga? Or are you just fucking bitches out here just raw dogging? Like fucking and going about your business. And then you'll be shocked as hell when two of them come back pregnant. Or they come back with chlamydia. Fuck is you talking about? You did do that, nigga. You're a nasty nigga. Let's keep it a bean. You're nasty, man. Nasty ass men. That see here, yes, yes, reality check. I hope this hits your hearts. You feel what I'm saying? I hope this hits your hearts. I hope this is getting into you. Bro, all I'm saying is, my guys, do better. You can have standards. Like, here's the thing about Quavo, and I don't know if this is true or not, but it's alleged that even though Quavo cheats on his women, of course, um, he uses a condom every time. Every time. That's why you don't see Quavo with a lot of kids out here in these streets. Because he like, yo, I'm going to be a fuck boy. I'm going to che- I'm going to do what the fuck I want to do. But I'm going to have standards with being a fuck boy. Because you're not about to sit here me or catch me fucking slipping. Listen, do what the fuck you want to do. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying don't sit here and do it because you're going to do it because you're grown. I may not like it, I may not approve, but that's not that's not my that's not my business. I don't give a fuck. But all I'm saying is have some standards. Huh? Just because you wanna, oh, it feels so good when it's raw up in there. Trust me, stand. But my nigga, when you are literally going from girl to 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 to girl 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 raw dogging and all of them because i i i know i know most of us don't keep condoms nowadays i know it i know it i know it for a fact i know it for a fact and just going up in there raw 
Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> I gotta stop. <laughs> I am a clown. Just going up in there and thinking everything is gonna be Peach King and none of y'all getting tested. Do not be upset when you come back with the oh I'm pregnant or oh you gave me or this happened or I hate when niggas look dumbfounded like shit. What the fuck did you think was going to happen? Oh, you just shoot a nut in her and that's it? A lot of girls don't know how to push out that nut, my nigga. I'm just saying. And a lot of girls want to keep your nut. Duh. Ladies. There's a certain standard that I know. Most of y'all hold y'all vaginas too. So these, this is not even for you. But to all of those who don't have standards for your V's, you need some. Because you letting niggas just fuck you and pluck you raw and just, just give you all types of bacterial infections up in your vagina and you just think it's, you just think it's normal. You just think it's okay. You just think it's good. <sighs> I don't know. I think it's just, I think standards is a must. Right, even fuck boys, as we've seen with Quavo, allegedly have standards. My man said, "You're not catching me sleeping. I'm I'm wearing a fucking condom, nigga, every time. And if you don't like it, get the fuck out. Get the fuck out." <laughs> I'm sad. It's niggas out here that really that really don't be using no type of protection, and then be dumbfounded as fuck. Be looking like straight zombies looking like, uh, what you mean? I didn't even. I don't want to hear it, bro. Y'all look dumb. Y'all sound dumb. You sound stupid. You look stupid. And then you don't accept your consequences when they come. I'm not saying the baby is a consequence, but for you it might be. Because you out here just raw dogging, fucking, going crazy. And everything, like I said, not caring about your well-being, her well-being, the other girl well-being, the other girl well-being, the other girl well-being. You ain't caring about nobody, even yourself. And then when shit hits the fan and when God literally sits here and says, okay, enough, and places like a baby or a disease in your face to catch you, catch your stupid ass up, then you want to sit here and act dumb. No, don't act dumb. Accept your shit. Be a man about your shit and get some standards with your dick. I'm saying, like, hold that shit up as a prestige, my nigga. God damn, you a king, but you act, but you using your 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 your, your most precious possession as a peasant. I remember getting talked down for this shit. I used to tell niggas all the time, and niggas used to look at me stupid. And they still look at me stupid. I don't give a fuck. Men look at me stupid, nigga. Put some standards on your dick. You just want to just go fucking everything willy-nilly, raw dog and everything willy-nilly and shit like that? Fucking every bad bitch? Go, go ahead. I bet you one out of five of them bad bitches gonna try to keep your motherfucking sperm or got a fucking disease. Clap on that. Now clap on that. All right, I'm out of here. Be good, be easy, stay breezy. I love y'all. Peace to the motherland, peace to Mother Earth and everything. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Again, follow us on um, 
Instagram at TOB Podcast. That's TOB double underscore podcast. You can also follow us everywhere. Subscribe um, and follow us on all digital streaming platforms that you listen to podcasts through. And that's it, guys. We'll be back for the After Dark show this uh, this Wednesday on Patreon. Uh, so you can follow us for $5 again. Uh, like, like I said, we'll be back Wednesday on Patreon. And then we'll, of course, drop the episode uh, audio lead on Thursday. All right. I love you guys. Peace, love, hair grease. Have a great, great week.